and welcome to today's episode of Of Course You Did. I am your host, Brooke Alexander. As usual, thank you so much for being here, for listening to this episode. I'm excited to share this one with you, as I always am. But on this one, we are talking to a good friend of mine and a Created Coach Method student, Tamea. Tamea is a Reiki healer, and I'm not going to get into it here because I get into it in the actual podcast episode, but the way Tamea and I met is very interesting to say the least and honestly remains one of like my more crazier kind of stories but also one of the ones that I refer back to often myself to remind myself that the universe has a plan puts us where we need to be in front of the right people as long as we are willing to respond so in this episode we are talking about Reiki and going into a little bit of detail about what Reiki is and how it can be used and how you can learn it, and also how Tamea is incorporating her Reiki into or in with the things that she's learning inside the Created Coach Method. Because one of the awesome things about everything that you learn in the Created Coach Method is you can also add your own modalities and really, really what's the word, like supercharge, I think that's what I'm thinking of, supercharge your courses and coaching and the things you offer because you have so many additional tools in your tool belt and you can kind of incorporate them in really unique ways. So a lot of what we're talking about this episode is what is Reiki, like specifically like detail, what is actually Reiki, what happens in a Reiki session, all that kind of good stuff. So I'm not going to ramble on too much about it here. I'll leave links for everything that you need to get in touch with Tamea, socials, all those kind of things. I'll leave all of that in the podcast description. Also, if you want to message her, uh, her Instagram will be in there and mine as well. Let me know that you're listening. I love seeing you listen to the podcast. So Take a snap of this, share it to your Instagram stories and make sure you tag me. My Instagram is at brookealexander.co. All right, I'm going to leave it here for now. Thank you for listening to this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast episode. We have my lovely friend, Tamea. Thank you so much, Tamea, for being on the podcast today. My absolute pleasure for being here. I just adore you and I'm so excited. I'm excited too. I feel like, okay, so just before we dive into it, we're talking about Reiki today, everyone. Reiki, I love Reiki. But first, I feel like I always have to share this story, the story of how Tamea and I met um, because it's like just one of the wildest meeting stories that I have. (laughs) So a few years ago, it was a rainy what was it? Fall afternoon, I think in Toronto. And I was sitting at a coffee shop. I had my computer with me. I was doing some work and I opened up Instagram and saw a post by someone who I didn't even know I was following her. It was from Kiki, but I had no (laughs) idea I was even following her. Like I didn't even know who she was. And I clicked on read more of the caption because I was like, who is this person? What what, why am I following her? So I clicked on read more of the caption and Kiki was saying that her and her friend Tamea were having a, a get together at, at that evening. And 
a space had opened up for someone to come along. And if anyone wanted to come to let them know. So I was like, I don't know these people, but I live in Toronto and they live in Toronto. So I guess I'll go to this stranger's house and have dinner with them. (laughs) So I messaged and then showed up at Tamea's house and the rest is history. That's it. Literally, that's it. it. It's kind of like online dating. Yeah, but better. It ended in a good meal and great conversation. (laughs) True, true. Oh, that's Yeah, so Kiki and I were doing mindful dinner parties and it was just a way to get women in Toronto together to get off of like an Instagram platform, actually get to know each other face-to-face and have like a proper conversation slash how can you support each other? Because it's like, women are meant to work together, not compete. And it's like, let's support each other's businesses and services and get to know each other on like a proper way, not just like a little heart on Instagram. So yeah, it was amazing. Obviously pre-pandemic, um, but I, oh, that was such a fun time. And then literally you and I hit it off. <laughs> We've been really good friends since. Yeah. So, ta-da! <laughs> Yay, I'm so glad. And it's just, that was such a good idea. That was, I met quite a few people that night. So, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like you and Kate who were there yeah. have joined Created Coach and are Created yeah. Coaches too. So that's super awesome. Um, and it, it was just like so cool to meet people. And yeah, I want to do that when we're legally allowed. Well, technically I'm allowed. I'm allowed yes, to have you're people allowed. here. I'm allowed to have, allowed people, to have, people, to have inside people in my house. Inside. Oh. I'm allowed to have people inside. Wow. 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 Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I'm in Toronto I, and I I've not. been doing it for a little while, but don't tell anyone anyway. I will not tell anyone. Earmuffs. Got it. Okay, good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited for like us to be able to do things like that. And it it people are going to love that. Like hopefully at some point, maybe you feel comfortable doing it again because you're a great host and bring some great people together. So that was like pretty life-changing for me. I met some amazing people and yeah, it was great. I loved it. It's one of my favorite memories. And it just makes me laugh. That's literally how you met. And like, we weren't going to post because we're like, who's going to come last minute? Cause we had a last minute cancellation, but we really wanted the table to be filled. And just to give you like a perspective of how many people it was Kiki and I and six people, like it was very small and intimate. And like, I've, I've also developed like the best relationships there. And it's just, it's a nice way of people coming together. It's like real talk, share your successes, share what you're struggling with and get to know each other. So yeah, it was a beautiful memory. And then you came into my life. So I'm happy. (laughs) And then after that, we both got to kind of exchange skills and exchange services. So we worked together. You did some Reiki for me and I did some coaching with you, um, but I want to talk about Reiki because that is what we're here to talk about. Now, um, a little bit about like background on Reiki for me. I experienced Reiki for the first time. Geez, when was it? I don't know, 2017 or 18. I can't remember, but I was living in Brisbane at the time. I had moved back from Canada to Australia. Then I moved up to Brisbane, a city I'd never been to before. And um, I was really sad the whole time as I usually am when I go back to Australia and I really wanted to go back to Canada. And I was just feeling really down. I was feeling so down and I wanted to do different things. I just felt like my energy was blocked and I just had this idea to try Reiki. I'd never done it before. I didn't know anything about it. This is before you and I had even met. 
And I was like, okay, fine. I'm just going to, I'm going to book a Reiki session. So I, I think I Googled someone, I found someone online close to me. I booked a session and then in the session, before I even started, I, she was asking me like why I came and I started crying. Like I was just so emotional at the time. And we did the session and it was, it was great. It was like very calming and very relaxing. And then I got home and I think I just had this like energy or this inspiration to, to like put some plans in motion. And I was like, you know what, this is what I want. I wrote down in my journal, I kind of scripted what I wanted to happen as though it had already happened. I wrote down that, or maybe, maybe I wrote down in my journal before the Reiki session. I don't know. But all I know is after the Reiki session, literally that day, things started happening that I had written down. Like I had, I was able to call like Air Canada or American Airlines or something and get a flight to, from Australia to Canada for like $400. I found, (laughs) I found someone to fill my room in the apartment that I was living in. I was able to get all of my rent that I had paid in advance back it's just like all of the little things that needed to happen in order for me to go to Canada started happening. And mm. uh, I, yeah, I just felt like right after the session that it had like, like opened something for me. And then since then I was like, okay, I love Reiki. I need to know more about Reiki, but yeah, that was my kind of experience in Reiki. What was your kind of first experience foray into Reiki? Oh, like? It was interesting. So first things first, I always noticed that Reiki chooses people like no one's like mm, I'm interested it's like out of nowhere you're like I don't know where Reiki is but I need it <laughs> that's literally how it always begins and I always say this to my clients I'm like Reiki chooses you and you're here for a reason and that's definitely what happened to me so I had a pretty rough year so I called off a wedding um, I ended up actually getting rid of my condo which means I was without a home because I was supposed to move in with somebody I also sold all my belongings because I was supposed to move to another country. But given that I wasn't, I had nothing. I had a yoga mat, I had a laptop, and that's about it. And I was nursing full time on a really rough floor. It was a neurosurgical floor and it was just really high pace. I was very burnt out, unhappy with it. And I was like, oh, I'm not leaving the country, which means I'm staying in this job. This sucks. So I was pretty down, needless to say. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go on a retreat. So I chose to go to Nicaragua and it was a 10 day yoga and community work retreat. And I was like, I'm going to release all the things I need to release. I'm doing this. And I was like, universe, I'm ready. (laughs) Careful, careful what you ask for. So in my first 24 hours, I got stung by a bee. I stepped on a jellyfish and then I went surfing and I tore my MCL and it was a severe injury in my knee. So I was on my butt the next nine days, which sucked because I was like, I was supposed to be doing yoga and saving the world and like healing. But really I was just crying and journaling, which is kind of what I needed. So then I came home and I, I was told I need surgery and I went to multiple doctors and they're like, you need surgery. You're going to have a permanent disability, never going to walk normally again, never going to be a bedside nurse again. You're never running again. You're never doing yoga again. And part of me within like something beyond me for sure was like, nope, no, 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 no. I refuse to accept this. So I literally Googled alternative healing modalities and Reiki came up and in nursing school, they mention what Reiki is, but it's literally like alternative healing Reiki. That's it. Like I I've heard of the word, I knew nothing about it. And I thought it was like woo woo, like witchcraft. And I was like, no, thank you. 
but I was desperate. And I was like, I have to do this. Like, I don't want surgery and I don't want to be disabled. Like I need my body to move. That's what I do. So I ended up having a really hard time finding someone to be my Reiki master because it was like people weren't returning their calls. They weren't emailing me back. And it was like they didn't have openings. And then somehow I was at a Christmas party and someone who's not spiritual at all was like, I love Reiki. I do it for my anxiety. And I was like, wait, if you do Reiki and it works for you, I feel like I trust your person. So I met this person. Her name's Tasha. She's amazing. And I walked in and I was like, I'm fine. I just need my knee healed. (laughs) It's like, okay, sure. You look a little rough, but that's fine. (laughs) So we started on my knee and then of course moved through my entire body. Um, I never had surgery. I mean, I did do a lot of other healing modalities as well. So it was physio and Cairo and like massage and acupuncture. I did all the things. I mean, like thousands of dollars worth of things. So I don't want to be like, Hey, Reiki will fix anything. It will we need to use it in addition to other stuff too. And then I was going to her regularly. I went through releasing a lot of the traumas I've been through and things were just starting to, I guess, open up in my mind where I was very, like I had like a cone on my head and I was like, this is how things are. And this is horrible. And I hate it, but I'm going to continue on. And then all of a sudden, like the veil was lifted and it's like the fog cleared and I got clear on like, I don't like this. This doesn't work for me. I don't want to be this person anymore. That's not working for me. Oh, I'm partying too much because I haven't dealt with any of my issues and I'm running away from things. And then one day after our session, I left her house and I literally had like a divine download, like goosebumps, butterflies, like boom. And it was like, you're going to become a Reiki master. I'm like, what? No, I'm not. I'm a full-time nurse. I don't need another job. That's ridiculous. And then as I'm standing there, like kind of stunned, like what just happened? She opens her door. She's like, hey, just got a divine download. You're going to be a Reiki master. Anyways, have a nice day. She closed the door. I'm like, what's happening? And then one thing led to another. Um, I ended up becoming certified. So there's three levels. I have my all of my levels, of course. And then from there, I've slowly realized that actually I don't want to be a nurse. I, I want to be a healer, but that's not a nurse for me. It doesn't fulfill me. It's not making me happy. And I don't feel like I'm making a difference in the world. And then I went from full-time to part-time and now I'm casual nursing, which is awesome because I don't want to be a nurse anymore. And COVID definitely made sure to remind me of that. And that's kind of how my business came about. So my business is the Urban Healer. Yes, my last name is Urban and it kind of just came together where I now give Reiki to individuals and groups and as well as uh, do certifications in case anybody wants to become a Reiki practitioner. I love it. That's an amazing, amazing story. And (laughs) you're right. Reiki really does choose people. Um, I had no idea what I was getting myself into when I had done it for the first time. I didn't know what to expect, but it, it opened up stuff for me. And since then, I've done Reiki with you a few times, and I've also become Reiki attuned as well. So I can practice Reiki. I don't do it very often, though. Like, you know, creative coach takes up a bit of my time. But whenever I'm near dogs and the dog is like barking, going crazy, I'm like, I'm going to give you Reiki. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, yeah. dog. Take my Reiki. Um, yes. <laughs> but I love it. Can you can you talk us talk to us about 
what Reiki actually is. What's Reiki? Tamea, tell me what. Absolutely. Let me tell you. So Reiki is a way of moving energy and it's um, a way to connect to source. So whatever source is for you, whether it's God, universe, divine, anything it is for you, you're channeling energy through you to someone else or for yourself if you're doing self-Reiki. So essentially you're not giving your energy away. And that was one thing that I was really worried about. I'm like, Oh, I don't want to give my energy away. I'm like, I'm barely functional. And they're like, no, 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 no. You're just channeling this life force energy. So this prana, chi, ki, and all these other uh, healing modalities and cultures, it always comes up in um, Christianity. It's the Holy spirit. So whatever it is, but it's like, you're channeling this beautiful divine energy through you. And you're a channel to do that. And what's great is when you're a practitioner, you're receiving Reiki, even when you're giving it to somebody else, because it has to go through you. And then it essentially moves energy around in the person. And that could be, I mean, buzzwords, chakras. It's not going to like unblock your chakras per se, but it allows energy to be shifted. So sometimes there's like a stagnant energy where a chakra might be like quotations blocked. Or you might have some sort of an energy leak where you're feeling really exhausted because you're leaking energy out, out all over the place. And it just aligns everything. So imagine you have like a snow globe and you shake it and then you let everything settle, but then it actually like goes to where it needs to. So it feels better. And we have these energy channels that are in our body. So there's thousands of these energy channels, not just the seven main chakras, but the seven chakras are usually what most people have heard of. So it's a good place to start, but it allows them to be as open as they need to be. And it kind of gets rid of all the extra energy. So let's say someone's um, having a lot of issues with anxiety. It allows some of that extra energy to be released. So you're not as anxious, but then it also allows you to release any stagnant energy. Let's say from the past, like if you've had a really bad heartbreak and you're just, you've never really healed from it and you're holding on to it. It's like, okay, well, it's done now release it because that relationship ended. It doesn't mean all relationships are going to be like that. And it just allows everything to kind of be reawakened and you get this deeper sense of clarity. So not only will you connect to your own intuition, but you'll be able to connect to um, the divine source and just get, I guess, a better idea of where you're headed and what your purpose is. And you get this clarity that everybody needs clarity, right? (laughs) So it's like, okay, let's clear the noise so you can actually align to what's important. Mm -hmm. And so for someone who is in a Reiki session, Mm -hmm. can you tell us like what they can expect when they are receiving Reiki? Absolutely. So um, you can get a variety of things happen. And I always, the first thing I always say to people is please drop your expectations. It doesn't matter if you've been coming to me weekly. I can't give you the same session every week. It's whatever you're ready for and what you're meant to receive. So I essentially say it's going to be either the best nap of your life and you don't really remember much, but you're just like, oh, I feel rested. Or it might be like this huge divine download where you've connected to source, you connect to your higher self and you get this clear vision of where you're headed. You might have colors, images. A lot of people get a lot of sensations. There might be like a pulsing, a tingling. A lot of people will kind of like have like a jerking reaction where they're literally releasing energy out of their body. I've had people cry. I've had people laugh. I've had it all. So it just allows you to kind of like shift things. And that can like show up in many different ways. Um, I will usually channel a message as well. 
And I kind of just give people the like option, like, are you okay if I share with you what came up? But while I'm moving the energy and not all Reiki practitioners do this. So please don't use this as like a necessarily an end all be all. But for me personally, I'll feel the person's energy, but I'll also feel kind of their emotions, but I know it's not mine. So like I'll feel physical pain, but I know it's not mine. I've gotten a full panic attack and I did freak out on that one because I was like, oh God, wait, is this mine? I'm like, oh no, it's not mine. And it just moves through me. But then the moment I cut the cord between the Reiki and like the sessions over, it all just goes away. So I don't hold on to it and it does not affect me. So I will have things come up. Like I'll get a very specific message, like being like, Hey, like, did something like this happen to you during your childhood? Do you have like some sort of like a trauma around your mother? Or like, was there some like aunt or someone? And then people are like, yeah, that's really weird. And I'm like, okay, well, I think you should focus on that because that's, blocking something for you. And that's something that's unresolved and it's an energy leak for you. So that's pretty much what comes up. But again, every person's going to have a very different experience. So just be open and allow whatever's meant to happen to unfold. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of what you shared, does this apply to both in-person Reiki and distance Reiki? Because I know, especially right now with, you know, the stuff that's happening um, in-person Reiki is kind of limited in a lot of areas still. Uh, so distance Reiki, what, what's that about? Okay. So um, first things first, I love in-person Reiki and of course, so do my clients, but the Reiki is actually not different. The energy is moving regardless whether you're touching somebody the in-person part is nice because people have skin hunger, especially now. So it's like they need to be touched and held. It's a basic human need. And most people don't have a human in their life or they might not have affectionate humans in their life. And that's just something as a being that we need. So that's the part that really sucks, but that's technically not the Reiki. That's just its own entity. So given that Reiki is energy, energy holds no bounds in terms of space and time. So I kind of think of it like a prayer. So let's say you're right beside me and you're about to go on a trip. I can send you this like good intention or a prayer of like, I hope you're you're traveling safely and you arrive well and it's a smooth trip. But then let's say you were in Australia, that intention is not going to be less effective because you're in Australia and I'm in Canada. It's the same prayer. It's the same energy, it's the same intention. So that's kind of how it works for Reiki. Now you do need to be at least level two attuned or above because there's certain symbols that you use to connect to a different type of energy, but people still feel the same thing. And it actually, to be honest, it's actually a little bit better to do it uh, virtually just because when you're done Reiki, you're in a bit of like a Reiki stupor coma. And you're just like, you're so opened that you're, you're easily overstimulated. And then to be like, now I have to get into a car and drive or have to like get on the subway, like deal with people and people are rushing. I mean, of course it's not as crowded nowadays, but it's still a lot. And then it's like, if you're online and it's on zoom, it's you're in the comfort of your own home. You didn't have to rush to get there. You can be in your PJs, you can be in your bed and then your session's over and you literally are like, peace, I need a moment. And you don't have to like actually interact with anybody. So I do actually think that virtually it's better, but I do miss the hands-on, but that's its own thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And you mentioned, oh my gosh, we're going to like go into so many Mm -hmm. things here. I'm seriously making you talk so much, but, um, I've, 
I've never had distance Reiki that I know of. So I can receive distance Reiki without knowing about it, right? I can receive Reiki um, without knowing about it. Yes, but the person, so if I were to give you Reiki, I need to get your permission. And let's say I can't get a hold of you. I can check in with your higher self and just be like, hey, are you okay if I send it to you? And it's a very clear yes or no. So let's say like, God forbid somebody wasn't like some sort of a, an accident or they're in a hospital and you can't get a hold of them and you want to send them Reiki, you have to check in with their higher self to make sure that they're okay with that. So it would not be ethical to give someone Reiki, even if it's coming out of like the goodness of your heart and you're not sending something bad. But if your higher self wouldn't be aware of it, and this is this new energy that's in your field, you, you might take it like an attack and it might be like jarring, even though it's good energy. Mm-hmm. But then you can receive it regardless. So as long as you are open to it, you can receive the Reiki. And you can also, there's different types of distance Reiki. So there would be like the one-on-one live where there's a video or if, let's say it's on FaceTime or even on the phone. Like I don't have to physically see the person, but we're conversing in person. And then the other type is more of like a remote Reiki. So you can be living your life. You can be on a hike. You can be sleeping. You could be somewhere doing something. And the Reiki is still going to come to you. It's not like you have to be in a certain position to receive it. But, and when I do that, I'll, I'll still get the messages and I'll still get the like kind of downloads. And then I'll send the person a voice note or an email saying like, Hey, these are the things that came up by the way, this is that. So you can receive it in both ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I wonder if I ever mm-hmm. have like received Reiki. Have you ever sent me Reiki without me personally? Like, asking me like obviously you're gonna ask my higher self but like have you I feel like no and I feel like I haven't done virtual Reiki with you we've only done like create a code stuff or just chatted yeah yeah (laughs) okay well we're gonna have to change that yeah send me (laughs) me some Reiki Um, hit me up with that good vibe (laughs) my answer is gonna be always yes I always accept it so yeah just send it I guess I can like do self-reiki too but I always forget that I always forget that I can do self-reiki Um, You got to turn it into part of your rituals and it just needs to happen. And like, I actually, I'm not kidding. I want to get a shirt that says just Reiki it because I Reiki everything. Like people think I'm nuts and I don't even care. Like I will Reiki the traffic when I'm driving. I Reiki to make sure I have a parking spot. I Reiki my food. I Reiki my water. I Reiki my very traumatized rescue dog. She is magical now. I rake my bath water or if I'm showering, I'll rake the shower head. So it like cleanses me. I rake everything and I send Reiki to the future. So I actually infuse my manifestations with Reiki and holy moly, that works and it works quickly. So be careful what you wish for. How do you do that? <laughs> What's your process so, for doing that? Okay. Let me tell you. So you have to get really clear on what you want. And like, there's different ways of doing it. You can either visualize it and then do the Reiki and send like your future self the Reiki, or you can write down what you want and like script it like it it has already happened. And these are the things that are like happening in your life. This is where you are. It gets super, super detailed. And then you can actually Reiki the sheet. So I've done both. So like I have um, a couple of things that I'm working on that are in like a glass box and I send that Reiki and I've written the uh, different Reiki symbols and put it on top. But then I also will Reiki my future self. And it kind of like time technique, to be honest, when you're putting like a future goal in your timeline, and then you're just like allowing everything behind that 
event to just unfold as it needs to and to shift you into alignment. Oh my gosh, that's so amazing. I just had so many thoughts come up. First thing I want to say <laughs> is that would be such a great thing for you to do with your clients when you're doing do techniques. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. When you're in the past looking down on the event oh, mm-hmm. and give that, that original initial event. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So good. The second and when you're a Reiki master, there's like a trauma release symbol too. Mm. So it's like extra strong. And I love using that one because it's very potent. Oh my gosh. I love um, that. That's why I love combining like NLP with other modalities because you can just like mm-hmm. make it so unique. Um, mm-hmm. But the second thing that I was thinking is, so something that I do is I, I do the thing where I go out in, I go into my past and I go to past Brooke, maybe young Brooke or like Brooke a year ago. And I give her advice And I like hug her or I go to her when she was like really upset and be like, it's going to be okay. This is what happens in your future. Like it's all going to be okay. Have you ever done that where you go to past Tamea and give past Tamea Reiki? I will do that with inner child work. So with the distance symbol, you can send Reiki anywhere in the world at any time, but that can also be into the future or into the past. And like into the future, it could be like, let's say you have like an event that's coming up that you're terrified about, like if it's something legal or like a conversation you don't want to have, or if there's like a surgery or something, you can send Reiki there. We can also send Reiki to good things. I've had clients Reiki their weddings and their births and like big, beautiful events that they're just like, it's going to go beautifully. And then for the past, it's so amazing with inner child work, just because we all have inner child work to do. And we all have wounds that of course we carry from our childhood and you kind of, you don't erase what has happened, but you just soften how you perceive it and you, you pivot and you view it in a way where it's, it's like things happened the way they needed to, and you're okay now and you're safe now. And it's like, you're not caught in that trauma loop of like, but then this happened and I got abandoned and I was alone and I was unsafe. And you're not going into that loop. It's kind of been like, okay, we've experienced that. I acknowledge that. I love you. I see you. I'm not saying ignore it. Now, where are you now? You're safe now. You're okay. You have a home. You, you're living where you want and you feel okay. But let's love the little version of you. Mm-hmm. It's really, really powerful. And it's also very effective. Like it, it works quite quickly and you notice a big difference. And then all of a sudden you don't feel like you're like carrying that weight anymore because it's been released. So it's like, oh, okay. I didn't have to carry that quotation baggage. It's something I just chose. And I, I definitely noticed that where people feel like they have to carry a lot of their story, but there's some parts of your story where you're like, all right, this happens, not ideal. I let it go. And that's probably one of the biggest things people always say that they feel more peaceful and lighter. They just released. And that's so important because we carry so much on our shoulders. Yeah. I love that. Okay. On that note, let's go back to something that you said a little earlier about connecting to your intuition and Reiki Mm -hmm. helps you do that. Can you explain a little bit about how that works? Not a problem. So I'm going to, of course, talk from a woman's perspective. Men have an intuition as well, but that part of the brain is developed a little bit differently. So it's definitely like a women's intuition. And of course, given that I identify as a woman, that's where I'm going to be speaking from. So as women, we've been raised and programmed to 
shh, be quiet, be that good little girl, make sure you please everyone around you, your needs are come last, ignore your body, it's not up to you, you have to make sure everything else is good and done, and then maybe take care of you. But even then, probably you should do something else. And we have all these stories and programs that are within us. And that's whether it's through our families, things we picked up from family and friends, media, generations, society overall. And with Reiki, it's like you you begin to notice where you've been ignoring yourself and things will start screaming at you. And not in a bad way per se, but with women, the things that I notice most frequently, they're sacrum, where they don't feel like they are worthy of feeling pleasure and bliss, or they're disconnected from this creation and not like creating a child necessarily, but it's like picking up a paintbrush or gardening or like even like making some sort of food, but making it with your hands and then like eating with your hands and like really enjoying it and like having that experience. And of course, in terms of like, even just enjoying sexual experiences, whether it's with a partner or by yourself, it's like giving yourself permission to enjoy. You're allowed to enjoy life that you're meant to enjoy life. Then a lot of women also have issues with their throat and it's because you've been shushed so many damn times. And it's also just like, don't step on anyone's toes. Don't ruffle any feathers. Oh, you shouldn't say that. Oh, what if somebody doesn't like you? Oh, fuck that. <laughs> say the thing. Speak your truth. It's like, it's meant to be heard. Express yourself. And a lot of women definitely feel like occluded there. And then in terms of your, your intuition, when you start really feeling into your body of like what feels good, and it's it's so easy. It's like, do what feels good. What do you do? You do what feels good. If something doesn't feel good, stop doing it. And when you start listening to your body's needs, and it might be like, don't do the dishes, but take a 20 minute nap, give yourself permission to do that. And then start speaking your truth. So boundaries, really stating your boundaries of what works for you, what doesn't work for you, and then sticking up for yourself to maintain those boundaries. And when you start doing those two things, you really get empowered where you can connect your intuition more because suddenly you started. I guess creating, I don't want to say walls, but you've created a bit of like a barrier where it's keeping you safe to make sure your needs are met first. And then all of a sudden your intuition is like, oh, so if I tell you something, you're actually going to listen. That's nice. Okay. Then I'll start talking to you. And that's huge with Reiki because I'll sometimes get downloads for the person and I'd be like, Hey, have you been neglecting this? Or it's like, how, like, when was the last time you like played? Like you need a sense of play and fun. And they're like, I don't know. And I was like, what did you like to do when you were younger? And then when you start doing that, you're connecting to that like higher self into your, your intuition where you'll start giving yourself permission to enjoy life more, to say no more, to ensure your needs are met. And just even like listening to your gut. And like anytime I haven't listened to my gut, it has not ended well. And like, I know for me, especially like when it comes to like men, there's so many men where I'm like, Ooh, this is a good idea. And I was like, oh, you're overthinking it. And I was like, oh my God, he's batshit crazy. Okay. <laughs> I should have listened. That didn't go well. And that can go to anything. Like you might get a new job offer and you're like, it looks good on paper, but something feels off. And it can even be you're driving and you're like, I don't know why, but I'm going to take this turn, not that turn. And then it could be you either missed a massive accident or you might be stuck in traffic or you might run into something like magical in this route. So with Reiki, you're clearing all the extra stuff and all the extra like noise. So you can actually start hearing. And with Reiki, especially when you do it regularly, 
you really begin to connect to yourself and like feel the things. It's like, oh, interesting. My neck is hurting. Oh, it's because I've been on my phone for five hours. Get off your phone. Or it's like, oh, I'm really hungry. I should have a salad. No, you want a steak? Have the steak. Just eat what you need to. And when you start clearing all the extra shoulds and all the programming, you really connect your intuition and you begin to notice what you actually want to do and what serves you. And that's so powerful to give a woman the opportunity to like actually live her life how she wants to. And it's like, I'm not giving you permission. I'm just clearing the noise so that you can give yourself permission because that's where the secret is. Like you have to give yourself the permission to live the life you love. That's exactly what I feel like happened when I did my first session. I felt like it really did open up something for me to help me get clear on what I wanted to happen and like down to the down to the nitty gritty. The stuff that I wrote in my journal, I wrote crazy stuff. Like one of them was, I will sell my car the day before I move to Canada. I sold my car two days before I moved for, I think it was like $200 less than I paid for it. Like all of the things that I wrote down, like actually came through and I felt, I, I felt good and open after that. And, and excited about what it was and certain about mm. what was coming and what I was doing. So yeah, I, I completely agree. And I've experienced that for myself. It's so powerful. And I feel like it's, it feels a little underrated because they're like, oh, it's just Reiki. Uh, no, you're literally using universal life force energy. Mm, no big deal. <laughs> and you feel it. You physically feel it. You're energetically feel it. You emotionally feel it. And it's just such a beautiful tool to use in all the other things that you do. And it's like, you can empower your workouts. You can empower your manifestation practices. You can empower your mindfulness practices. You can empower anything in your life with Reiki. And if you're ready to actually transform your life and shift your being, doing either a Reiki certification or doing Reiki consistently with somebody, it's like, you have no idea how much you can shift. And like, I can't believe how much of a different life I'm living now compared to pre-Reiki. Like I was like a crazy party girl. I used to go out minimum four to five times a week. I have no idea how I afforded life. Side note, I was like a hot mess. And it was just like, what in the heck? Like I worked crazy hours because I felt like I have to and I should. I like, it just wild. And I was like, no, this is not serving me. And I, I realized all the things that aren't working, acknowledge them, thank them, let it go. And then completely pivot my life, living the life I want and like living my purpose. And I'm like, oh, this is nice. This feels easier. This is great. So when someone learns Reiki, they can use it with themselves and on other people. So if you learn Reiki, if you want to become a Reiki practitioner, you don't have to like start taking clients. You can use it for yourself, right? Absolutely. So with level one, it's just for yourself and you're infusing Reiki into your daily life. You can give it to people that are around you, um, but it would only be through like an energy exchange. So you wouldn't be able to take money for your services, but at the same time, don't just give Reiki for free. Like make sure it's like your partner gives you a massage or they make dinner and clean up or something that's like of value to you. And with level two, you learn the symbols. So this is when you 
you learn a power symbol, a harmony symbol, and a distance symbol. So with the distance symbol, you can send Reiki virtually, literally anywhere. You can also send it to your future and your past, but you can also start charging money and you're a Reiki practitioner. But just like with, let's say, yoga teacher's training, there's people who do the yoga teacher's training and they never teach, but they just wanted to expand their own spirituality and their own practice. And really, you do what you want. I teach people the business behind Reiki as well, because that's something that not a lot of people are taught. And it's like, here you go. And they're like, ah, I don't know what to do. Um, but if you just want to practice Reiki on yourself, and I mean, I've had people who are like, I don't like people. I'm giving Reiki only to plants and animals. Perfect. And they're fully certified. And I was like, go, go be free, go spread your love. And that's amazing. So you don't need to be any certain way. You can use this Reiki certification in any way you want. Mm -hmm. And you teach Reiki, you have an online program, right? You got it. So that's one thing that I was really struggling with because I, I love teaching in person, but given that I have clients all over the world in different time zones, it was just impossible. And there's, there's some people who have children or they work shift work or they have multiple jobs. And then there's some people who are more flexible and it's just, it's way too hard to accommodate them on schedules. So I've recorded everything completely self-paced, but you still have my guidance along the way. So if you have questions, you ask, and then at the end, you have an, an hour one-on-one with me where I attune you. So I'm kind of giving you that, the light of Reiki. I bless you with the energy. And then you um, also have, of course, ongoing support with me afterwards. If you have questions, I'm, I'm one of those people that I'm like, if you need to check in, just check in. I'm here for you. So it's much better because then it's like you can kind of move your way through slowly over a couple of weeks or a couple of days, but you can also do it in one sitting. It's just a few hours. So you choose your adventure. And there's different levels. So for your program, do you can you choose which levels you want or is it all in one? So I have level one, which you need to do first. This is when you do Reiki for yourself. Level two is when you can learn the symbols and you can start charging money for your services. And then level three is a Reiki master where you can actually um, teach other people how to uh, become Reiki practitioners. So level one and two, you can do them back to back. You have to have 21 days in between. Um, Some practitioners merge level one and two together, but it's like one of those things where you miss the little magical moments between the two because there are differences in how you sense the energy. And it's like, why rush through the honeymoon phase? It's like, do, do it slowly. Enjoy every little bit because when you're done, you're done. You can't go back. And not in a bad way, but I found it very powerful to kind of savor and enjoy level one and then jump into my level two. Um, and then for my Reiki master, you do need to have um, some sort of a Reiki practice beforehand. So I don't just turn someone into a Reiki master if they've never really practiced. They don't have some sort of a business already established. Um, I do want you to have a couple months under your belt. And it's something that is like a one-on-one. I want to talk to you. I want to make sure we're aligned in that. Like, what's your vision, where you're headed? I don't want to just take your money and give you a certificate. I want to make sure you're aligned with what you're doing. Because when you're a Reiki master, you do have quite a bit of power and authority. And I just want to make sure that it's used properly. And that you really know your details and you know your facts. Because then you're going to be a teacher. And you're really going to be changing people's lives. And I want to make sure that you're ready for that. And that being said, I get you ready for it. So I got you. And it's also a mentorship. So it's not just, I give you the uh, certificate and it's like, be free. (laughs) It's more of a um, three month mentorship. And then it turns into a community. So you get access to all of the Reiki masters who've gone through before it. 
So we have like a little community of support. Awesome. Can you share if you have any ideas of how you plan to incorporate your Reiki with what you've learned in Creative Coach? I know we already like talked a little bit about it, but I'd really love to hear it because this is one of my favorite things about having so many students that have like so many other different tools under their belt. And the thing with the stuff that you learn in the Creative Coach Method and NLP is like you can bring in your unique tools and add your own kind of flair to each technique and thing that you learn. So I'd love to hear what ideas you have for that. Totally. I'm so excited. So I've already been using a lot of tapping EFT. Um, it works really well with Reiki before or after it, just because you're, again, you're moving energy and you're releasing energy. So I usually do the tapping first and then do the Reiki after because it's like you're already in that super open, abundant state. And then if you add a really powerful visualization, like it just works so well together to get you into that state. Um, time technique is like screaming for Reiki. It's just amazing. Um, it's, it's a great way of going into your past and really re releasing those negative emotions and limiting decisions. But then it's also very powerful to bless your future to again, align with what you're creating and to make sure that you are moving towards that and moving towards that with ease. Hypnosis. Hello. Perfect. Um, I'm definitely going to be merging the two together. And then in terms of the overall coaching, I'm in the middle of um, creating a new program, which can't tell you too much about yet, but essentially it's going to be a weekly one-on-one um, -on -one coaching where we will go through you know, like where you're at, where you're headed, what's holding you back, and then using all the different techniques together. But what I found has been the most powerful is you have to do things consistently. And that goes with anything, even working out, of course. But if you have all these modalities coming together, all these ways and techniques to support you, and then you Reiki it just to kind of clear all the extra energy, because you're going to be hitting obstacles, you're going to be triggered, you're going to have good days and bad days, sometimes your energy is low. And I want to be able to support you fully energetically, spiritually, and like emotionally in every way possible. So then to just make that whole process easier and anyone who's done like one-on-one -on -one coaching, like it can get intense and you got to really look into some of your shadows and it can be overwhelming. And you're like, Oh, I can't, but sometimes you just need a Reiki session. And that might be one of our sessions where it's just like, okay, you know what? We're going to just pause the inner work, lie down. Let me give you the Reiki and just support you. So you can feel super held and safe and give you that boost of energy to keep going. And then let's bounce back into what we're creating for you. Mm -hmm. I love all of that. I'm so excited to see how all of this works out for you. And I'm even thinking like you could do when you're doing single belief change, just really like giving Reiki to the new beliefs. And mm -hmm. when you're doing like the testing and future pacing, just, oh my gosh, I love it. It's going to be mm -hmm. so good. <laughs> I love it. So for people who want to learn more about you and learn more about how they can learn Reiki with you, where should they go? Absolutely. So my website is theurbanhealer.ca. And then on Instagram, I'm at theurbanhealer. There's periods in between. And all of my courses are online and the links are both on my website as well as on my Instagram. So you can catch that. I also have um, free group sessions monthly and they're always connected with a webinar. So I will 
not say what it is this month in case when this airs, so there's always a new one. So anyways, check it out. And uh, we'll also add a little promo code for anyone interested to getting certified. So stay tuned on that. But uh, I would love to guide you and support you and really show you how you can take your power back and know that you are totally in control of what you create and your past does not create your future. I know for me personally, my past pain is what created my purpose and allowing you to pivot to see that and to really step into alignment and live the life you love. It, it can be as easy as just getting Reiki weekly and it can be getting a coach who can allow you to see it a different way. And it's truly, truly possible. And like, even for you, Brooke, like you've shifted so much. And it's like, to think back of like old you, which was still fantastic side note, but to be like, Hey, in a couple of years, you're going to be here. Like, you're just like, no way. Yeah, it is possible. You just got to take those little baby steps and show up for yourself and believe and magic happens. Yep. I totally, totally agree. Thank you so much for chatting with me, with us today. This was an amazing conversation. I love Reiki. I love talking about it. Uh, Reiki. I almost called you Reiki. Tamea also (laughs) has Inside the Creative Coach Method because she's a student. We have student guest coach trainings and Tamea was lovely enough to share some of her Reiki with us. So when you become a creative coach, you also get to attend one of Tamea's Reiki sessions that's pre-recorded for you. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for, for spending your time with us. I really appreciate it. And, uh, I'm so excited to see how you combine everything with the creative coach stuff as well. I'm like, yeah, that's going to be life-changing for a lot of people. Thank you. <laughs>